Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Now, if you happen to be looking at social media over the weekend, you would have noticed that not just abroad, but here in Ireland, people who had travelled with TUI uh, Ireland and TUI UK as well were forced to sleep on camp beds in airports. Well, one such person uh, who's going to talk to me a little about it is Lauren Nereen, and she joins me on the line. Lauren, good afternoon to you. Hi, how are you? Good. So, Lauren, I'm assuming that you, when you departed for this wonderful Greek island that you thought everything was going to be great and, of course, you're like everybody else looking forward to your holidays. Uh, so tell us what happened. So, basically, we got a plane. We were expecting to fly home from our Greek holiday on Friday. And, you know, the plane was delayed, which we were like, right, it's fine, it's okay, we're going home until we were told on the way home that we were being dropped off in um, uh, Nuremberg in Germany. So mid-flight, you were told. Were you given a reason why it was was stopping off at Germany? Yeah, we were initially told that they were going to refuel and it was going to take approximately 30 minutes. Right. And is that that normal to refuel in Germany if you're coming home from a Greek island? I don't think it is. It's not normal for such a short flight. No, no. It wouldn't be. Uh, anyway, so they dropped you off in Nuremberg Airport. Yeah, we were diverted so there. We were we waited on the plane. They kept us on the plane, and they kept saying, "You can't get off the plane. We don't know what's going on." The staff over the microphone kept saying, "We really don't know what's going on." So if everybody could stay seated, so no, nothing worse than that happened to me many years yeah. ago in America. And you're sitting there, the and the air, the recycled air is just getting to you, and you can't stand up, and you're ah, oh, it's terrible. Exactly, and yeah. like there's, you know, you can't buy water or food or anything at this point either. So like we were all sitting there, and I think it was almost five hours we were sitting on this plane. five hours. Five hours sitting on this plane, and it, I think it got to something, I think it was 11 p.m. Bear in mind, we got on this flight in the afternoon, the late afternoon. Okay. And um, they said, right, look, unfortunately, we're going to have to put you all in a hotel for the night because there is an issue with, um, there's a technical difficulty. Okay. So when we were getting off the plane, they said, just get your bags and there'll be buses waiting for you outside the front of the airport. So everybody gets their bags and obviously when we get to the front of the airport, there's nothing there. No bus. No bus. So this goes on for hours. Everybody's panicking. There's 180 Irish people in this random German airport. Like TUI don't even fly out of this airport. So the staff had no idea. I don't think there's any direct flights out of Nuremberg to Ireland. No. No. So um, eventually after two hours, this other elderly woman finally got through to TUI and they said, you're on your own. You're on your own. Is that, was that the word they used? You're on your they own? They said, unfortunately, at this time, there's nothing we can do. Um, you're just going to have to stay there. So stay where? In the airport? Yes, in the airport. And did they have a plan at that point to get you no, home? No plan. We were, we were given so little information. And I mean, there's a lot of hostility on the un- other end of the line mm-hmm. with them saying, you know, it's not our responsibility. Like, well, it is their responsibility. You are their responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, we were given no timeline either. But the main thing was the actual, the CEO of that airport came down to us and was absolutely disgusted that there were 180 Irish people lying on the floor. 
So he liaised with someone outside of the airport and he himself got these beds brought in. Stewie did not bring these beds in. They got them brought in. And these they little got, camp beds. There's a picture of you of yeah. in the camp beds, yeah. Little camp beds, so. Okay, and where, where whereabouts in the airport were you in the departure lounge? In these camp we were beds. in the depart. We were in the departure lounge initially, and when they got the camp beds, they brought us to a gate, so an empty gate, and they put us there. Okay, so that would have been out, out of the way, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there elderly people and children there as well? Yeah. A lot of people were commenting, saying, you know, on every flight, there's sick people, there's you know, elderly people, there's babies. But I mean, there, at one point, there all of the ladies with the very small infants they had to band together because they didn't have enough nappies and there was nowhere to buy nappies anywhere no a small well, with a small airport like that they probably wouldn't have very no. much in it no and particularly that time of the night there'd be nothing open and there was a poor wee girl she was at the top of the plane she is diabetic and when we were on that plane for five hours and that wasn't including you know the journey we the hours we had already sat on the plane flying to Germany. Um, and they said to the airline staff she needs her insulin and they wouldn't give her her bag. So her insulin was in her bag, Jumbled up because yeah. of course they don't allow the bags on the planes anymore. Well, they're you know, a small bag on now. And her kit was obviously in her luggage. Yeah, they had brought one with them for the plane. Yeah, but of and course then, you'd imagine, you'd, you would think to yourself, you'd plan yourself, that would be enough. You're not, you're not going to think yeah. that you're going to be sitting on a plane for five hours on a runway. Exactly. No, no, and that's awful. And they wouldn't get the bag out for. They wouldn't get the bag out for. Eventually, like the paramedics were called. The Nuremberg Airport called the paramedics, and they wow. came then. Okay, and and the attitude you believe from Tui when when that lady contacted Tui was you're on your own and essentially taking mm. no responsibility for you. Exactly. Because they weren't operating in that airport. They were. Butchers were just dumped off essentially. We were dumped off and. You know, I was trying to explain on the phone. I eventually got through to them a, a day later. And I said to them on the phone, I understand that, you know, if you're working from home for TUI, it's not, you know, there's not much you can do. I was like, well, please point me in the direction of somebody who can tell me what's, what's happening. Now, I'm, I'm assuming you're aware of what's happening in the UK. Similar stories for yeah. a lot of people. And also, by the way, we had another girl as well. We tried to get her on today as well. She had a similar story to yours. And not the same airport, a different airport and a different problem. Uh, but again, it, it was Tui as well. Now, we do have a statement. We contacted Tui and asked them to come on the air. Uh, but they declined. But they did give us a statement. They said, we're sorry to the, those of our customers who have had their holidays impacted by delays, cancellations from the UK recently. Now, this is not from the UK. But I'm assuming this is from Ireland, wasn't it, Lauren? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, we'd like to provide reassurance that we will always ensure customers make it home safely and none will be left stranded overseas. I, okay, now let, me, mean, let me finish with this. Yeah. this the start of the half-term holidays were extremely busy this time, uh, which put our entire travel industry under immense pressure, with staff shortages, supply chain issues and general operational disruption adding to the challenges. This was an extraordinary situation and the majority of our flights are now operating as normal. We have taken more than 230,000 people on holiday in the past week and we're doing everything we can to reassure and ensure customers can look forward to enjoying their summer holidays as planned. It's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a standard letter, really, isn't it? A standard statement, yeah. yeah. So they didn't really address the, what we had asked them, which was why you ended up, you know, in the middle of Nuremberg. Exactly. So, so what time did you eventually get some information as to the fact that you were going to get home again? 
So we got information um, the following morning, about 6 a.m. Yep. Um, there was a text that lead passengers received that said, basically, a bus was going to take us to Munich to get a flight home. Right. So because that was so, the only place that you could get a direct flight back to Dublin. Yeah. yeah. So, so we all got our stuff and we got onto these buses. We were on that bus for four and a half hours. Fair play to you. My, my anxiety would have been through the ceiling, <laughs> by the way. At that stage. <laughs> I'd, I mean, have been, I'd have been a mess. I think I was the only positive person because I was just like, okay, it, at least I'll be ready to, to kill someone when they come and tell me different information. <laughs> yeah. so, so four that, and a half hours later, you got on the bus, four and a half hours later, you arrive in Munich. Nope. No. Four and a half hours later, we arrive in Stuttgart. What are you doing in Stuttgart? I thought you were going to Munich. Exactly. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. we're, told, we're, we're checked into a hotel called Mavenpick in Stuttgart where they tell us that TUI specifically requested that a hotel that did not serve food. They requested a hotel that didn't serve food? Yes. Why? So, so basically... So you just wouldn't eat them at a house and home, like? Yeah. So this hotel hadn't... Oh, we've lost you. Open. I, oh, we see you there. Sorry, I thought I'd lost there for a second. Go ahead. Sorry. So this, this hotel, what? Sorry. This, this hotel didn't have a restaurant. Well, it did, but it just wasn't open. Okay, so it was more of a motel than a hotel. Yeah, it was a hotel, but they said because it was off-season that the restaurant wasn't open. Right, okay. So, but because of where this is, there is no restaurant anywhere. We would have had to take a 25-minute train into the city. To get food. To get food. So, so how long did you have to spend in that hotel? We spent, I think, six hours in that hotel, and then we eventually... Did they, have even, did they even have a shop where you could buy crisps or... Drinks they or? had they had a vending machine. Oh jeez, that's really so, and so and we're talking here. You know, obviously you're a young girl, Carly. You can get through, or should I say, uh, Lauren, you can get through life. But there was older people there. There was people with babies and all sorts of things. They're not going to be able to get food out of vending machines or nappies of out of. Of course vending. not. Yeah, yeah. It was like you know we were we were told then that we weren't allowed to bring food from outside into the hotel, jeez. so. I found um, a pizza place called Milano's. It was, I think, it was 30 kilometers away. And I called them and we ordered, I think, 10 or 12 pizzas. And I, I said to the girl at the desk, I said, I don't care what you say. I'm walking back in with these pizzas. And if you have an issue, call Tui. Right, okay. So we got and, the and they didn't, then. I thought, by under international law, when a flight is des- delayed for a certain period of time or a length of time, that the travel agent or travel airline has an obligation not only to provide you with a hotel but to provide you with a voucher for dinner for food and stuff like that I thought that was the, the I thought that was the way things work nowadays I mean I thought I assumed the same like even when we when we got to the airport eventually that evening we were handed a 20 euro voucher and we were told we had half an hour to use it before our gate closed okay after two days, we were handed a 20-euro voucher. Okay. At, at this point, nobody wanted a voucher. Right, so here we are. We're in Stuttgart. We're starving. You've just ordered 10 pizzas. <laughs> so yeah. we're now uh, a day and a half late. Okay, so, so where are we going from here now? What happens next, Lauren? So we eventually get a message um, from TUI to say they've organised another flight 
that's at half six from Stuttgart Airport. Okay, so at least you didn't have to get on another bus and go somewhere else. Well, oh, no. Okay, so how far was the airport from the, the, the dump, I mean the hotel you were staying in? <laughs> I, it was five minutes. It was grand. It was okay. only around the corner. But. Grand, okay. Okay. So you all got around there and you got on the flight. What time did you get on the flight? We got on the flight at about half six, quarter to seven. Okay. Okay, and you were back in Dublin. I was, I'm sure you were delighted to, to see Dublin Airport. I've never been delighted for the cold to hit me. <laughs> I'm sure you were. So, since you got back, I'm assuming, you, did Tui did have a desk in Dublin Airport? They do, yeah. So, I'm assuming a lot of you have made your way, all 180 of you, to the Tui desk to find out what the hell has gone wrong and how am I going to get my money back? No, there was no one available. There was no one available? No. What what time was that at? That time was at 10 o'clock at okay, night. Okay, okay. All right, maybe that's the reason they're going to say why, because it was late at night. But you'd mm-hmm. imagine they'd be there, they'd send a, a representative out at least to welcome the people home or to apologise or something. No, there was nobody. Right, okay. This is not good. This doesn't sound good for Tui. I would have liked them to come on today to answer these questions. But again, in their statement, it says, um, where is it going? Oh, let me speak. I think I threw it in the bin. Uh, no, sorry. We'd like to provide reassurance that we will always ensure our customers make it home safely and none will be left stranded overseas. <laughs> I well, know. I'm assuming they mean then permanently stranded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because well, look, clearly, I, you were clearly temporarily stranded. I spoke on the 9 o'clock news on RTE the other day and they released a statement to RTE that said we made sure that everybody on that flight was a co- had accommodation, food and water. They didn't. You slept in the airport. It's a blatant lie. You slept in the airport. So to, to yes. clarify, you slept in the airport. Yes. So they didn't make sure you had accommodation that night. Yeah. And they didn't provide the beds either, so they can't take credit for that either. Okay, so they did provide accommodation the following night, or the following they, day, should I say, the airport. for yeah. a couple of hours, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so they're, they're, okay, so, so anybody who says differently is not telling the truth, is what you're saying to me. Yeah, 100%. Well, as I said to you, now I know there has been a lot of issues, particularly with TUI in the UK. Uh, a lot of flights have been cancelled. I've been looking at their Twitter account there. They're constantly answering questions to people whose flights have been cancelled or people are asking them whether their flight cancelled. It doesn't give an awful lot of confidence to people. And you're not the only one, by the way, affected by TUI here in Ireland yeah. as well. We did have another girl who, unfortunately, she's on a boat at the moment, so she can't take her call or come on the air with us at the moment. Uh, but I'm sure there are many more people listening who've been in a similar situation. But listen, I'm glad you're home, Lauren. And by the way, have you spoke to TUI since? You got home? No. I've tried to contact them and I keep being told that I'll be, my email and my calls will be responded to shortly. And what do you, what do you expect? I'm assuming you're expected to be compensated for the anxiety and the stress and the fact that your flight was cancelled and how much it cost you. You know, I mean, and I, I, mean I, I assume you would be expected to be compensated for that. I'm expecting compensation, but more importantly, I'm expecting them to, to take responsibility. I mean... You know, they can't, if they can't guarantee that this will not happen again and they can't own up to what has happened and sincerely apologise to all of the, the parents, you know. Have you had an apology people. yet from anybody from TUI? No. Right. Not so, even so nobody has actually spoken to you or written to you and said, we're, we're sincerely sorry for le- abandoning you essentially in an airport in the middle of Germany, Nothing. in Nuremberg. Nothing. Okay. Okay, well, again, as I said, it does say on the statement they gave us today, uh, we will ensure customers make it home safely and no one will be left stranded overseas. You were left stranded. Yes. Uh, now, in fairness, you did get a flight eventually home. 
a day and a half later. But yeah. But you had to sleep in an airport, and by what you're telling me, they didn't even provide somewhere for you to sleep. The CEO of the airport did. Yes, he took exactly. it upon himself. All right, Lauren, what a absolute and utter nightmare. I would have lost, fair play to you, because I'd have lost my mind. I find airports the most stressful places in the world, by the way. My anxiety goes to the ceiling. I have to be like 20 hours early when going away on holidays. <laughs> so I couldn't imagine what it was like to go through that. But you seem to have held it together well. I watched your little video on TikTok, by the way. And you seem to have held it together fairly well. I'd have lost my mind. I'd have been behind you shaking, biting my nails I and everything. Was, I was, wasn't far from it now. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, I'm glad you're home safely. And I hope you get reimbursed for your trouble. And I hope to eat. <clears throat> if they're listening I hope they're paying attention because you're not the only one there are many others well there was certainly 180 on that flight mm-hmm, exactly and there was many others I believe affected as well by different operational problems listen thank you very much indeed Lauren thanks a million alright there you go Lauren went with Tui travel to the Greek islands sounds like a beautiful holiday by the way I never asked her about that I should have I probably asked her about her holiday did she even enjoy it but I'm sure she did coming home was a disaster imagine then sending them to a hotel where they didn't even serve food they had no food. She had to order pizzas. And they weren't even supposed to eat in the hotel. They weren't allowed to bring food into the hotel. I would just stop. And when they got to Dublin Airport, no representative from Tui there. She went looking for one. There was none there. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh.